You're listening to the Vital Goddess Podcast, where we explore an empowering and sexy reframe on midlife, menopause, and beyond. I'm your host, Diane Shepard, certified tantric and Taoist sexuality coach with a specialty in the Taoist jade egg practice. I offer a mind, body, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on Taoist and tantric practices to help you reclaim your pleasure, heal your relationship to your sensuality, tap into the life force power of your sexual energy so that you can embody the goddess you were born to be. Are you tired of feeling like you're being put out to pasture? I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. You see, from the Taoist perspective, midlife and menopause for women is called second spring. It's meant to be a rebirth, a sexual and spiritual rebirth, an initiation into the richest, most creative and sexiest chapter of a woman's life, if we choose it. And we have a lot more agency than we've been led to believe. You see, our sexual energy is not just about sex. It's the foundation of everything. Our mental and physical health, our creativity, our joy, our overall zest for life, passion, and vitality. I am so thrilled you're here. Welcome to the show. Well, hello there, gorgeous. Welcome back to the show. I am always so over the moon that you're here. If you've been here before and you're coming back again, that's kind of a big deal. So thank you for being here once again and tuning in really means the world to me. And if you are brand new to my podcast, brand new to this world of mine, um, my my little corner of the internet here on the podcast, I am so thrilled you're here. And I hope you find something here for you that's useful and fun, maybe entertaining, who knows. Um, Yeah, I'm just really so happy that you're here checking it out. All right, so today I want to dive into three ways, three of my favorite ways that I use to slow the heck down, just slow way down and (laughs) come into my femme flow. And so I wanted to support you in that, sharing these tools that I use in my daily life, and hopefully that they will support you as well, because I've been getting, you know, inquiries on this. And that's a common question women have these days is how the the heck do I slow down, right? I feel like I'm in this hamster wheel, I can't get off of it. And by the end of the day, I'm just fried. And I get it, man, I get it. The world we live in is very fast paced. And don't get me wrong, I mean, I love having access to the internet. I make most of my friendships there and all of my colleagues um, I meet there, the guests on my podcast, everybody, all these great collaborations and friendships I've been making are all through the wonderful internet. And yet, um, unless we balance that with slowing down, it can really run us into the ground. And other, some people are more sensitive than others, for sure. Uh, I think I'm one of those more sensitive people. (laughs) Maybe you are too. But I wanted to offer some support on this because I think it's super challenging um, to really embrace our sensuality and our pleasure and to do the practices that I teach, you know, in the Taoist and Tantric practices that I teach in my program. Unless we have really solid tools and we weave them in on a regular basis, make them a habit, it's going to be really hard to... Um, get any benefit from sensuality practices like the jade egg or, um, you know, other things that I teach. 
So I, I want to go into that, but first I want to just remind you quickly that the waitlist for my program, The Vital Goddess Mastermind, is open and it is packed with value. So <laughs> if you haven't checked that out yet, definitely check it out. The link is in the show notes. You'll find um, you know the link that'll bring you right there. You can learn all about what's in The Vital Goddess Mastermind, but also um, what I have planned for the waitlist going forward. Now we don't start our next live, you know, semester, live semester until mid-August. However, this is the time to hop on the wait list because it could be so beneficial for you to, you know, step into this world and do some, you know, groundwork and foundational work that would really support you if you do decide to do the mastermind with me. And of course, there's no obligation to do the mastermind by joining the waitlist. But I wanted to just offer um, really robust content around that. There's a free course involved in that called Unleash Your Inner Goddess, where I share some really cool stuff that's related to this episode today, actually. So hop in there if you haven't already. Um, We're also going to have monthly live Q&A. So you get to meet me and ask me anything in the world you want to ask. I'm an open book. So I would love to have you in there if you've been following my work and resonating with what I'm saying. I'd love to support you more in that. So hop on there. All right, my dear. So let's dive in three ways to slow down and connect with your feminine flow or your femme flow is a more fun way to say that, I think. And I want to preface this by saying, um, you know, every woman, every human actually is going to have their own unique expression of feminine energy, this sacred feminine energy, the Shakti that is rising for sure. I'm feeling it. I'm pretty sure you are too. If you're tuning into this podcast, everyone's going to be a little different, right? There's some common ground and some practices that can help us all connect to this energy. But really, the idea here is to find your own unique expression. It's as unique as your your fingerprint. So um, I'm never about a cookie cutter approach, but there definitely are tools and practices to help you um, get your own direct line to this energy. Um, I I really do get um, a little bit triggered actually when I hear people saying you know the way you have to be feminine there there is no one way to be feminine right I, what I like to do is just offer the tools and practices that have really helped me so that you can just reconnect everything you need is inside of you I say that all the time um, it's really all inside of you but really it, it, this work that I, that I do is about helping you remember right? Reconnecting, remember who you are in this way so that you can just really do the healing work to um, heal and integrate whatever's blocking that so you can step into it more fully. So um, yeah, I just wanted to preface with that. Super important to me that um, that you know that about my work and that it's not cookie cutter and that you are such a unique individual. All right, my love. So how do we slow down? How do we connect with this beautiful feminine flow energy that is inside of you is not something from the outside that you have to seek. But how do we slow down enough where we could actually feel this come alive and get that direct line to this flow, intuition, and all this feminine wisdom that will come pouring in once we're in that state? (laughs) I know intuitively, you probably know that is possible. And you've had that experience on several occasions. But um, how do we you know, make it a habit, make it a practice to, you know, come into that state where we can access this, this beautiful flow energy. Well, my first tip for you is to take back your morning. Now I know how tempting it is. I'm speaking from experience because I catch myself doing this from time to time. When we first wake up in the morning, we are the most impressionable. We are the most receptive. 
And if the first thing we do is to dive for that smartphone, (laughs) and if you're like most women I know, it is a smartphone. It might be the computer for you, but most likely it's a smartphone. Um, We are setting the tone for our entire day. And most likely it's going to start us off at a pace that will disconnect us from this feminine flow that we're talking about. Because if you're like most women I know, again, myself included, you hop from app to app on that and just think about it. The amount of information that you can take in in a matter of seconds is astounding. While the internet's a beautiful thing, (laughs) it's also incredibly overwhelming, you know, for the nervous system, or it can be. So what I recommend is really carving out some sacred space for yourself in the morning. And I'm, I'm going to just be hard line on this, 20 minutes. I'm asking for 20 minutes. <laughs> you might have to set your alarm a little earlier than normal, but this will pay you off in spades. If you do this for 30 days as an experiment, that could be hard to stick to it, but consistency is the key here. You will be on the path to really creating a whole new life for yourself where you're living from the inside out most likely a lot more connected to that state of flow that I'm talking about. So taking back your morning is so key. So what I would recommend is, you know, turn off that phone if possible, or put it on airplane mode, put it out of sight, and um, just really carve out that morning time for yourself. And bring in your five senses, you know, go to the bathroom, do your thing, whatever. Um, But then really make that a sacred space. It doesn't have to be super fancy, but you want to bring in your sensuality. And we do that through the five senses, right? So that could be, you know, setting up the night before even for yourself, knowing that you'll have something beautiful to look at, whether that's fresh flowers that I know you'll start buying for yourself on a regular basis. Maybe you already do. You absolutely should if you don't. Um, Or your favorite houseplant, maybe um, a piece of artwork that you love. But have something in your space that you can just really take in that really, yeah, that's beautiful. That really connects me to beauty because beauty is a sacred principle in the sacred feminine. So you want something beautiful. And this could be looking out your window at a sunrise as well, of course, or looking at the trees or, you know, just looking out your window also. But um, having something to look at. And also having something beautiful to smell. You know, I'm a fan, you've probably heard me say this before, of aromatherapy. So having some really high quality essential oils handy, really nice. This could also just be the scent of your favorite morning beverage. You know, if you love coffee, I go through this on a seasonal basis. Usually in the winter, I'm really into really into dark coffee, like black coffee. Love the scent of it. It's so beautiful. In fact, my husband is amazing. He'll wake up before me and make coffee just so I have that scent coming in, wafting into the bedroom before I even get out of bed. And that's something he knows that is really uh, a turn on for me. So he does it every morning. It's so beautiful. So I love that. It just brings me back to um, a vacation we took to Paris years ago where I just had that experience of being in bed and smell the kitchen making that amazing coffee and it's like wafting up the stairs to my bedroom and just like woke me up in the most beautiful way. So something like that can be really nice as well. You can set a timer on your coffee maker if if that calls you, but like have have some kind of scent there that is greeting you in your day or you know once you wake up using essential oil blends just breathing in as if you're smelling something amazing, right? 
And I'm going to go deeper into that in a moment. But yeah, sense of smell, wonderful way to activate your sensuality. And of course, sense of taste, right? So have something lovely to to taste. Now, of course, that could be your morning beverage, or you might want to have a bowl of berries handy. Again, you can set that up the night before, put it in the fridge, and just have that there for you. If you love raspberries or you know, blueberries, whatever it is, or even dark chocolate. I often have like really nice raw dark chocolate, just a little bit, you know, with my morning coffee to just bring in again, more of that sense of taste can be so beautiful. And of course, the um, the sense of sound, right? So we want to bring in sound. Now, of course, if you shut off your phone, <laughs> it can be hard to access the music, but you can put it on airplane mode. If you have a beautiful playlist that you've downloaded on Spotify, I have lots to choose from. So check me out. I'll, I'll link that in the show notes too. My Spotify library is amazing. Women love it. So <laughs> check it out. I have lots and lots of playlists on there that you can download and um, have your phone still on airplane mode and have your music, right? right? Or you might prefer just the sounds of nature, maybe opening the window if that, you know, weather conducive and hearing the birds or hearing the wind in the trees is just a wonderful way to connect with your sensuality. And then of course we have the sense of touch. And again, a little prep the night before is great here. You might want to take your favorite silk scarf or cashmere scarf or even sweater or blanket and just have that there um, in your space where you have your morning brew and just having that around you, wrapping around you and just kind of caressing yourself with that, caressing your inner arm, caressing your neck and your collarbones. You get the idea. It just can be such a lovely way to wake up. And when we do this, we are setting the tone for our day and we were more likely be able to, much more likely be able to drop into what I call microdose practices throughout your day. If you set your tone like that, you are creating new pathways. You're strengthening those pathways. If you do this every day for 20 minutes, oh my gosh, you're going to really create a strong connection to pleasure. And therefore, it's going to be way easier for you to drop into that in a microdose practice, which is just like these mini practices, two, three, five minutes you know, sprinkled throughout your day where you can reconnect to this part of you that knows pleasure. I like to call this part of you your inner pleasure queen, which is an expression of your unique feminine essence, right? We access your feminine essence through sensual pleasure. So again, making it a practice, so powerful, so beautiful. Now you may all already have a morning practice and that you're really attached to. I get that. Many women in my world do a meditation practice, but you can really um, take any seated meditation practice with what I just shared there um, into the realm of the feminine by bringing in the sensuality, right? Uh, one of my teachers, Mama Gina, used to say how um, we call this pussification, how to pussify your practice <laughs> is to bring sensuality into it. So you can be on your meditation cushion and still have all those things that I talked about, right? And just be in that. Now, my favorite way to to do this is something I call sensual breathwork. And it's a breathwork technique that I've created called Shakti Core Breathwork. And um, we have a free breathwork journey membership that you can join. Link will be in the show notes as well. See, I really want to support you in this. But if you join that, you'll learn the breathwork technique that I use. And this is my morning meditation every morning, no matter what, 20 minutes of sensual breathwork. And this will really, again, open the pathways for pleasure and really set the tone for your day. It's going to um, down-regulate your nervous system 
So you are starting in what we call a parasympathetic state that is supportive of pleasure, or really more specifically, we call it a ventral vagal state. I like to call this the pleasure zone. So it's the part of your nervous system that you can come into when you breathe in the way that I'll teach you in that breathwork practice to um, come into that state of flow, to come into that place where you can receive pleasure where you can circulate pleasure in your system so it nourishes you, and that you can hold pleasure in your system so that you can build power and build your radiance. I'm super passionate about this, okay? So if you're not in that membership, it's free. You should join. Learn that simple technique. And in that, we have recorded journeys as well. So you can even use that for your morning practice. They're about 20, 25 minutes, so it's perfect. Bam, there you go. So um, like I said, Having that as uh, under your belt, you'll be um, much more um, uh, in tune and it'll be much easier for you is what I'm trying to say, to do a microdose practice. And what I mean by that is taking breaks. You can set a timer on your phone for, again, three to five minutes of that sensual practice. It's like a mini version of that practice. So what we like to call this, the nickname for this in, in my work, we call it the swoon breath. So the first part of that breathwork journey is you're breathing in through your nose as if you're smelling something amazing. And just do that for three to five minutes, right? Do that throughout your day. You think about three, you got three minutes. You will be able to reset uh, all throughout your day and come out of that hamster wheel state where you're going, going, going. You're going to be able to pattern disrupt whatever, you know, whatever kind of, um, you, you know, jam you got going on with the stress hormones. Because here's the thing, when we are, we are in go mode. Go mode is fun. I like to be productive. Don't get me wrong. But it becomes addictive, right? The stress hormones like cortisol are addictive. And we can be almost get like afraid to slow down, right? There's also a mindset piece there too, which I'm not going to go into too much in this episode. But um, we have to choose it, right? We have to say, oh, yeah, I am so on that hamster wheel. And when the cortisol, the stress hormones are going, when we're in that kind of constant vigilant state, um, you know, it really exhausts us. And then we do feel like we can't slow down. We can't, we, we feel like we can't even choose to slow down, right? So you want to start your day knowing how to slow down and then you can reconnect to it. I hope that makes sense, right? So take back your morning. It's going to take some digital discipline, right? But you've got this. I believe in you and you are powerful, right? You've got this. Um, if you do that and you do it for 30 days, I promise you, your life will be different. You'll feel different in your body. So my second tip for you is to go barefoot, take off your shoes and, you know, get those feet moving. See, our feet, we never really think about it much, especially if they've been encased in shoes for a lot of your life. Our feet need to move. They need to breathe so that they can be strong and toned and articulate, right? So just as you move your hand, so move your hand right now, maybe unless you're driving and feel all the movement your hand can do right? Your your foot wants to move as well, just like that. It, it should be able to move in all kinds of ways. Your toes should be able to spread and, and grab things and push things away and, um, you know, move in lots of different ways. I'm really passionate about this. I'm really into barefoot hiking. It has changed my life. And there's so many health benefits to to being barefoot on the earth. But just even in your home, a lot of benefit to that, right? So just on the physical level, so much value for you to um, really strengthen and bring flexibility back into your feet. I have a beautiful resource for you that I'll share in the show notes. A woman who is a... Um, 
what does she call herself? Like it's a, not physical therapy, but a kinesiologist, I believe. So she's a movement expert, basically. Her name is Petra Fisher, and I met her on Instagram, <laughs> but she's incredible, and she has wonderful tips in general about movement and longevity. She's about my age, I believe. Um, I'm 60, so I think she's around the same age, but has amazing information on her Instagram, but also has a a great free resource for anyone who wants to start to go barefoot, because this is something you do not want to jump into too fast. Um, I did that, and I'll tell you a story in a minute about that, but um, she has a wonderful resource called Free Your Feet, and she'll take you step-by-step on how to really start to strengthen your feet and get the flexibility in your feet so that you can do this safely and not hurt yourself. You see, years ago, oh gosh, over 20 years ago, this book came out called... um, what was it called? Born to Run. And it was all about barefoot running, right? So one of my brothers really got excited about it and he he sent it to me, mailed it to me, and I got really excited about it. So right away, some of you have heard this story. Um, I was like, oh, I'm so into this. This makes sense. I used to run a lot too. And so I just threw off my shoes, went into the woods and went for a five mile run barefoot. And I injured myself. Oh my gosh, my Achilles were not happy with me for months. So please don't do that. You could also, um, you know, get something called plantar fasciitis and things like that. So you really want to do this smart. You want to start slow. You want to start soft, you know, like on grassy surfaces or even inside your home on carpet. I recommend natural fibers like a wool carpet or one of those natural fiber rugs to start to give your feet some um, some tactile um, experiences so they can feel, they can move, they can start to come alive. I think our feet are so sensual. There are a lot of nerves, nerve endings in those feet. I think it's 7,000 in each foot. So when our feet start to come alive and get articulate, there's a connection to the yoni and to the pelvic floor as well. So um, if you start to work with me and start working with the jade egg and start to really experience the aliveness of your yoni, you'll see what I mean. But these parts of our bodies, they start to really come alive and start to speak to us. (laughs) My feet literally talk to me now. I know it sounds crazy, but they do. Um, There's like this zingy energy that starts to come alive and um, they have their own kind of intelligence. And so does our yoni, right? So I think there's definitely a connection between uh, the two and a connection to our sensuality. And there's so much um, great information out there now about earthing, like getting barefoot on the earth. And um, from the Taoist perspective and from Chinese medicine, we know we have the different meridians in the body and the acupressure points and the bottoms of the feet are some of the most powerful um, portals into earth energy. It's called the K1 or kidney one or bubbling spring point on the bottoms of our feet that get really activated when you walk barefoot on the earth. And this is a way you can drink in the earth chi, the energy from sweet mother earth and really nourish your libido, right? Nourish your kidneys, which is the source of our sexual energy. I know it's a lot of information, but yes. So anyone interested in getting a stronger you know, connection to pleasure and sensuality, getting barefoot on the earth is a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. And not only that, it really helps to, again, down-regulate our nervous system fast. It can really bring us out of that kind of hypervigilance into that state of flow. Um, Even just 10, 15 minutes on the bare earth can do wonders for you in that way. And again, you'll be drinking in that earth chi, the earth energy, which is so nourishing. 
And it's also been proven to really help detox us from all the was it EMFs, the 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 energy that we take in from screens and devices can really help so much when we are grounding, right? And there are different um, products you can get, like I think there are mats and things like that. I haven't really gone that direction that you can get to sleep on even that will help with that as well. But I like to just keep it simple, get off my shoes and get on the ground. Now, I know I'm heading into springtime here in upstate New York, so I am excited about another season of barefoot hiking. <laughs> I was just out today in my backyard. It felt so good. But I know some of you are in the southern hemisphere, you're heading into autumn. So, you know, you might not be able to get out there. It might get cold, you know, soon for you. But still, there's so much you can do in your own home, again, with natural fibers and getting those feet moving all winter long. I, I'm barefoot most of the winter in my home. And um, we keep it nice and warm. We have a wood stove. I like to really keep it nice and warm so I feel comfortable being barefoot. And again, check out that resource um, for Free Your Feet, uh, the free course. And there's also a beautiful book you might want to read if you haven't already called um, Earthing. And I will make sure to link that in the show notes as well. It's written by these three guys. One is an MD, but they go really deep into the health benefits of, of uh, grounding and the medicine that's available there from Sweet Mother Earth. It is beautiful. And my third and final tip for you is to embrace the water element. Now, if you live near a body of water, the ocean, a lake, or running water, even a little stream, river, we have a lot of waterfalls where I live, and those, oh gosh, those waterfalls are my medicine. Getting near running water is fabulous, or the ocean, of course, is fabulous, or even the lake. If you're near a lake, that can be amazing um, to really help you connect with your feminine flow. Water is powerful, and just being in it near it. If, again, weather conducive, you can get your feet in it. That's even bonus points. So you can kill two birds with one stone in a way, going barefoot, earthing, and also being in the water barefoot is so, so good for us. And again, down-regulates our nervous system. And even if the water is a, a bit chilly or cold, even better, that's been proven to um, be great to, again, get us into that parasympathetic state of the nervous system or the ventral vagal flow state of the nervous system and out of the stress mode and into the pleasure zone. Um, also, if you don't have access to um, to that, you can take a bath, right? I love to take very kind of ritualistic baths and get a little fancy with it. So you might want to really take the extra effort if you do have a bathtub, right? To really scrub it out and make it beautiful for you. Like maybe just a candle Essential oils are great. I'm a huge fan of using um, magnesium flakes or Epsom salts in my bath. They're a wonderful detox, and it just feels like I'm at the ocean, right? Warm bathing in the ocean. It can be just such a beautiful ritual. Adding a couple of drops of essential oils, again, takes it next level, of course. Um, anything you can do to just make it beautiful for you. you might want to play some beautiful music again. But yeah, on a regular basis, getting into the tub can just be a wonderful thing. Or if you don't have a bathtub, just kind of bringing that same ritual element into your shower, right? We can be very kind of mechanistic with the shower, or we could just slow it down, bring in some of your favorite scents. Uh, again, light a candle and just a little bit of intention goes a long way, right? Just really slowing down, taking a breath, saying, I am going to connect with the water element here. I am made of mostly water. And this 
you know, is a communion, right? A way of communing with the water element will really activate your own water element within you and really help you again, slow down and come into the flow. All right, my love, I'm going to cap it there because I am going, you know, into 25 minutes here, which is kind of long for a podcast, but I have a lot to say on this. I hope you find this useful. Definitely check out the resources in the show notes. And uh, I'd love to hear how this lands for you. Let me know if this really helps you um, slow down and come into your own femme flow. All right, take care. I'll catch you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show, I have a free offer that I think you're going to absolutely love. It's called Shakti Core Breathwork Journeys. This is a free membership. And when you sign up, you'll get instant access to a whole bunch of content on how to really use the power of your breath to get a deeper embodiment of your sacred feminine energy. So this is definitely a feminine spiritual practice. So I have a whole bunch of content for you. When you join, you can learn all about the breath and how I use it in my work to really support women in opening to more pleasure, right? Really um, coming into a space of being able to receive more pleasure, a deeper connection to sensuality, and um, how to really open and express more of your own unique beauty, your unique radiance, your light, and you get a deeper connection on how to use the breath to connect more deeply to your desires, your passion, and the full range of your emotional palette, and also your unique expression of love. So if that speaks to you, I would absolutely love to see you in there. I'm stoked to share the content with you, but even more than that, I'm really excited to guide you on live breathwork journeys, which will be happening twice a month in that space. So the link is in the show notes to sign up. I hope to see you there. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you know would benefit from what I'm sharing here on the show, please, sharing is caring. So pass it on. I would so appreciate that. All right. That's all for now. I'll catch you next time. Take care.